I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And we're the Soul Sisters. <laughs> I was thinking about Fringe. <laughs> I missed my cue. I didn't give her a countdown. It just happened. <laughs> That's fine, though. It's okay. Well, welcome to another episode of Soul Sisters Balancing Act. Today, we are going to talk about anxiety. So my overall, like, goal with this podcast is just to talk about things that are relevant in my life and Anita's life and give them to you guys in a little bit of a neater, more tied up version so that you they can be useful to you guys too. Since if it happens to us, it's probably happened to you guys or people that you know too. So we hope that whatever we talk about today is helpful to you. Um, so this all started um, earlier this week. When I texted Anita, I feel like we just got to start looking at our Facebook conversations. We couldn't wait. Enough topic. <laughs> Another up. topic would come up. Right. Because I basically, we, Anita and I don't talk on a daily basis anymore now that I don't live here. But mainly when one of us has a problem or, or like needs some needs Random some question. <laughs> yep. We know when we need to ask the Camille question or when Camille needs to ask the Anita question, mm-hmm. you know. So this week's Anita question was, I'm feeling extraordinarily anxious what do I do? <laughs> and it was a combination of, <clears throat> I would say three different things. Probably had a little bit too much coffee that morning and didn't have like my normal breakfast. I kind of had a protein shake and a bagel, some cream cheese and a couple cups of coffee. And I ran out the door, got to work, got handed a sheet of decline payments that I had to call that day for the first time. Um, because I just started managing at snap And then I had to set up the TV for my macros class that I was teaching, which was a full house. There was 38 people that had signed up for the class and I had never given the class before. Um, But it's a topic I'm super passionate about and I love public speaking. So I was like, didn't understand why I was so anxious about it because everything that I set up had went really smoothly, but I just couldn't help but feel very anxious on my drive to work. And so I texted Anita. I was like, listen, I don't know which thing it is. <laughs> she gave me the list she just gave you. <laughs> and when she came to me with the list, like she she answered a lot of my questions before. Because she knew I would have dove in and be yeah, like, okay, what's, what's going, going on? on? Where's, where's this? So she just, she <laughs> presented me the list and I knew I needed to put my Nita hat on and be like, okay, <laughs> she needs answers right now. Like she, first of all, she needs to get through today. Um, second of all, I need, I needed to comment on her declined payment list. I was like, wah, wah, been there. Don't want to do that. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to vote that one. Cause yeah, that I was like, if I was going to pick from, I, I literally went to her list and I was like, well, if I'd pick, I'd probably going to vote the decline yeah. payment list, but that's me and that's not you. So we're going to talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> figure out which one's bugging you. Um, so then I just knew to to look at her list and see what's going on and then kind of take even a a step further back and be like, okay, she's also had um, some job shifts, no big changes, but shifting and Mm -hmm. your life changes when things shift and change. So she had a lot of things going on and you're throwing a little bit of coffee and (laughs) a presentation. Now this presentation and this macro thing, can she nail it out of the park? Absolutely. But she has a higher pressure on herself because she wants to be a public speaker. Mm -hmm. So now you have to recognize that it's not the class she's worried about. It's the bigger aspect of what she's reaching out for. Now you throw declined payments where that's never a positive thing. It's mostly they're not answering. Yeah. And 
after the day has done, which I haven't even updated you yeah. yet, it went really well. Right. People, right. even the people that, like, it was a shitty situation, they still were very nice to totally. me about it. But again, I told, I, I went and reiterated that because I got told her it sucked and I hated it and then left her with that. But I went back and told her and I said, every declined payment is a person on the phone that probably check their numbers is not coming to the gym. So there's someone who wants to be re-enlightened or re-inspired to get back in. Now we're talking Camille's talk. Mm-hmm. She's she. I'm sure she's wrapping her mind around it because I know Camille. It's like, oh, inspiration. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I can do this. I need their money, but I get to inspire them. Uh-huh. This won't be hard. And then I was also saying, also because she's a trainer, this person probably isn't coming to the gym of lack of knowledge confidence or whatever so now you're opening the door to a possible personal training client or at least inspiring them to get in to open whatever so i i reiterated i hate that with but (laughs) this is how you can think about it to make it easier so just kind of breaking it down she was having an anxious day and an anxious moment but there are so many other outside things that were leading her around her day. She mm-hmm. had lost control of her day, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And you were just starting into the day. Yeah, it was early or in the morning. Or you probably just wanted to make sure you had control of your day. Yeah. and Because I was just getting ready for everything. And, like, I wasn't able to start anything yet. Like, I normally mm. when I get anxious, taking action makes me feel better. Yep. But I wasn't able to take action because I was, like in the process of doing things and i also was like trying to get an oil change i was like that'll make me feel better like do something productive because i just know that that helps me feel better if i do something productive and then i went and they were like it's gonna be two hours or something i was like well i don't have two hours i have to go to work (laughs) so then i was like okay i just have to leave then i was like okay i need i think logically speaking i was like Food would help the caffeine situation, yep. I think, because I was like, I don't have a lot of and food And most in my of us get lost in that. Just step back and be aware. If you're feeling anxious, just check your caffeine, check your food intake, check your entire sleep schedule. And it could be that. It could, that could be leading you down the anxious Right. Path. Which I think that most people, when they feel anxious, they don't start to look for reasons why they could be anxious. Like what things they did might be more like allowing of anxiety. But I at first was like, okay. What did I do? Like, well, how did this happen? Because it's not just the state that I normally live in. Right. And because I used to drink so much caffeine, I didn't feel that ever. But now that I drink a lot less, yep. I feel, I'm more sensitive yep. to it. And I, I would push more. my caffeine to almost a little bit of anxiety that would give me a little bit of dry heaving. So if you ever, after your morning coffees, feel a little anxious and little type of thing, be, be, be cautious with your caffeine intake. And that, especially if you're an anxious person. And so as soon as I felt anxious and like knew that caffeine was a part of it, I was like, okay, I need food. I also didn't pack food for the day. So like, we're not essentially setting myself up for success today, but I was like, okay, I need food. What are my options? Trying to look around, looked up restaurants. And I was like, well, I could do Culver's because that's like home food. And that would probably make me feel better. But I was like, ah, my body's not going to respond well to that. Like greasy food. I want something cleaner, but still something that's like comfort comfortable for me mm-hmm. that will help me like and i sent you that too i'm like yep. get comfort food because you're gonna yep. you have anxiety today you've got to do a lot of things you don't want to do but you still have to do it so comfort yourself in music food that kind of a thing yep so then i was like okay comfortable and clean i like for surely wanted something clean just because i knew that that my head would be clearer and i'd feel better so i'm at chipotle because i love chipotle winner winner chicken dinner people you can always win God, at chipotle. it's just so, i was like 10 Nailed bucks it. and you get all your food for like, I break it. I broke it up into three different meals. I had chips, 
guac and um, my burrito bowl and a tortilla on the side. And yes, I tracked everything. And it was like 1,500 calories, which was more than I anticipated, not going to lie. Yep. Um, mostly because of the chips that had just had a lot oh, of fat yep, in them. Yep. But it was enough food for the entire day for me, calorically and just eating throughout the day. Right. And, and satisfaction like and snacking and all that. There is going to be a, a poke bowl mm-hmm. restaurant opening so that will be another clean eating right go to great yep. yeah so then as soon as i had that and then she said something about comfortable music she's like she because she knows me yeah and she's like turn on some spanish music <laughs> yep. anyone who knows find you're happy and yeah. i said yep knows camille knows she likes spanish it's the only thing i listen to when i work out yeah to this day yeah i just start ever since i went to spain i only listen to spanish music when i work out now and but it's funny because i've had other people in my life too that see when i'm getting stressed out they'll just play so, some spanish music it's an easy go-to because it, it's you can, upbeat i don't have to think about the words because they're in spanish so i can just like check out yep, yep. but it's a happy they're always happy and upbeat and positive oh totally and they're and always good, there's always yep absolutely. a little bit of sass and spunk to it so i i turned off some spanish music on the way to work i was like at first, I didn't want to because I was like, oh, I don't want to use data and stream this music. But I was like, yeah, it, it is worth the yep. dollar I will pay in data yep. to stream the Spanish music. Yep. So I streamed my Spanish music on the way to work. As soon as I got in, whatever, clocked in, started working. And then once I started, um, A, eating the food and B, calling people and like finding out that it wasn't actually that bad, mm-hmm. I felt a lot better. And I didn't really, I didn't have any anxiety going into the event. Oh, good, good. Um, Which, although after the fact, you said, like, I put myself with, like, more pressure because I do, like, I want to have public speaking as part of my career. I I couldn't even watch the video of me. I thought I, I spoke okay. Yep. But A, I was nervous that they were filming yep. while I was doing it. So yep. I saw that. Um, but B, oh my God, could I just stand in one place? You please? were jittery. Oh yeah, that was the only thing I was. I was rocking tell you. back and forth with such excessive hand yep. gestures. I was like, calm down. <laughs> we got to do more video stuff. Pie. No, <laughs> we yeah. need to hide behind a mic and no one sees us. No, this is why I like podcasts. No one can see me dance. Yeah, but at the same time, like you sit still more here at the podcast than you did in that video, and you're, oh, yeah. you you did great. But I was just like, oh, Camille, oh, quit your moving. Just stand on one leg. Like, just stand in one place. That's a good thing. Like, it's a hard thing, but it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, you need, you need that. And I noticed that, like, I stopped See? and paused in my head more during the presentation. Yep. Like, even though I still was speaking very quickly, I had mentally checked in, paused more. And okay. that was, like, a success for me. Okay. it's just, like, been a Absolutely. lot of my feedback in my public There's speaking. There's a great TED Talk, and I can find and link to this podcast when we post it. But it was a man who broke down how many words, uh, a sp- uh, words per minute mm-hmm. a speaker will, you know, equate to a proper one. And then he even analyzed the TED Talk speakers. Mm-hmm. A successful TED Talk will have these key components mm-hmm. um and it was like slowing down but it's so hard to slow down when you're talking in front of people especially when you're passionate about something oh my god i'm just like oh my god i remember when i gave my my home birth talk mm-hmm. i wore a belt right across my diaphragm or 
right across my diaphragm and I couldn't, I was already pregnant. So the baby was already putting pressure there and I wore a belt and I couldn't talk. I couldn't catch my breath. Thank God there was only four people there because I was just like, Hey, that YouTube video got tons of views. <gasps> Which YouTube video? <laughs> We've recorded and posted on Seriously? YouTube. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't even know that. There's like really? hundreds of views. Really? Yeah. I'll take it. Hundreds. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. I know. I have it on um, audio too somewhere because I pre-recorded it. I would have memorized it. But anyway, but <laughs> we both have, you know, excitement and joys of wanting mm-hmm. to do that. So she had all of these outside pressures. She could have messaged me that and I could have said, yeah, that sucks. sucks. <laughs> you know, what would most of us do? Like, yeah, sure. That sucks. Instead, I was like, okay, she's looking for outside input on, on direction, how to control this anxiety so she can just manage it. Um, I have moments of anxiety. I love to work from home and I love to be at home and being out in big, cause any event I have, I mean, competitors are alone. There's 70 people plus all the, you know what I mean? Like I have big events. I'm always going to the state beer Coliseum. Like there is thousands of people around mm-hmm. me all the time. I'm not a big crowd person. Oh, you mean the Packer game? Wasn't a good time. No, the Packer game <laughs> was not a good time. Oh my God. I've never, I had a, it, people thought I was so drunk at the Packer game that I passed out when the game started. <laughs> I did not. I had an anxiety attack and that had never happened before. Um, I had an anxiety attack and I went and I almost, I don't know if I almost passed out or threw up a little bit of both, but they, uh, everyone at the Packer game loved them all, thought I was drunk. So they were just being, trying to help me and they were giving me like puke cups and stuff. And I was like, no, I'm having a panic attack right now, people. Thanks. Oh my gosh. But, um, and again, that, that's not normal, but can I preset myself going into a big event to know that that's happened before or knowing that if I get stuck in a crowd of people that I'm going to want to whiz by everyone. So what I did with that, the state fair, because I literally, there's one time I'm in Uptown quick story. I'm in Uptown and I'm with my intern from design collective and she sees me zooming through this crowd, like just uncomfortable getting around <laughs> this crowd. And she's like, she kind of stops me and she's like, you don't do well in crowds. Do you? I was like, Oh, could you tell? And I was like really sarcastic because the pressure was on. The anxiety was at high max. I'm in the crowd at this art fair on Hennepin. So at the state fair, you know what you're getting into. Like I knew what I was getting into and I had nothing but all summer to think about that and be like, Oh my God, the state fair for 12 days. And I could feel everyone else's remorse when I would tell them that they're like, how are you going to do it? I was like, I don't know. I can't figure that out until I'm doing it, you know? Um, But the biggest thing of that was turning it into a game. Mm -hmm. So if I had people at the booth, especially my sister, I was like, all right, I'm at the Ufta taco stand. How long do you think it'll take me to get back to the Coliseum? She's like, I don't know. It's 12.02. Go. And it was like a crowd of people. It was a state fair. It was crazy. But we made it a fun Mm -hmm. game. We attached our, I attached as much joy to it. Parking, driving, everything. I would park as far as I could. Didn't care where I parked. Whatever was easy to park. I'd choose that spot and then I'd walk in. Even if it took an extra 15 minutes, I didn't care. I chose easy 
And then I would powerhouse it. I would listen to Tony Robbins on the walk-in. I would have a 20-minute power walk mm-hmm. before I got the state bear. And everyone's like, why are you so happy? I was like, oh, Tony Robbins just taught me eight things on the walk-in. <laughs> right? Like, I'm jazzed about today. So, but I had to force all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not easy, especially if you're doing events and you having You had to anxiety. create that situation. Right. Same for you in that moment. Mm-hmm. You could have been anxious all day. It could have been a bigger problem, but you're like... I need to get control of my day. I need to feel this again. I want I want everything to go how I want it to mm-hmm. go. What do I need right now? Find mm-hmm. your happy, right? Yeah. Literally, uh-huh. it was like, I was like, I don't know what will fix it. You still have to do all these mm-hmm. things, even though they're making you anxious. You have to do them. Can you figure out how to be happy while you're doing them or happy in between doing them? That kind of a thing. Oh, absolutely. And I think it makes a big difference in your day, especially if you're doing, we all have to do things we don't want to do. It doesn't matter who you are and what you're doing. You're going to have things throughout your day, throughout your week that you don't want to do or events that are coming up that you could sit and dwell upon. But instead it's like, if I have to do this and what are the things that are bugging me about it or what I'm worried about, then how can I make it okay? Or at least make me happy while I'm doing it or make me laugh or whatever it is. I also thought it was kind of, I I knew that I would get two very different answers if I told you and Sean the exact same message. And I wasn't trying to like put him on blast because it's just a female versus male. And I was just, I was curious. I was like, maybe he'll have something valuable as well to say. Which he did, but it just wasn't as like long-winded or in-depth yep. or tangible. Yep. But he's, <laughs> I said the exact same thing to him. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm sure you're just nervous. Maybe you got this. Go kill that class. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the abbreviated yeah. version of what, what I said. was doing. It. Yeah. But uh-huh. sometimes that would be enough. Yeah. And then, especially on who you asked, right? Mm-hmm. You wanted his validation and, and his perspective and his you know so that was very meaningful even though it was short abbreviated to the point but sometimes as females and i'm sure guys too on certain (laughs) aspects yeah we like to pick it apart and you know what Mm -hmm. i mean when you sent me details i was like okay let's pick it apart (laughs) and make it you know what i mean and it allowed me to remember things of anytime fitness when i managed there and the positive and negatives and maybe things i didn't handle well Mm. that now that you're stepping into a management position I know what you're going to come to me with. I know when you're going to message like, I got me. It. I already know. Like, I was like, I'll just wait for her. I'm not going to pre-tell you things. You yeah. know what I mean? But I know what you're going to message me about. And I know how to approach you. So I, I at least twist it so you don't, you know, hate those moments. Right. Or, or try to you help you through them. see the value in them. Totally. Totally. Or be a better manager because of it. You know, I ignored the decline payments when I was a manager um, because of the, the, ugh that went with it. And instead now you can turn that into dollar signs, you know, oh, having yeah. that positive moment with it. So and it's opportunities. reapproaching. So anxiety is going to find you no matter what. And I think I was thinking about that. I was like, I've never really been a super anxious person before. Probably had a little bit more anxiety in my life in the last six months, but I think that some things, and I was like, at some point I was like, Oh, all anxiety is bad. I'm like, no, actually. Some anxiety can be very beneficial, and I think that that's okay to be anxious about things. It a means you care. Like, not all anxiety is. Where bad. would you place anxiety and fear? In the same, very related. Yeah, for sure, and just probably severity. 
maybe anything that is fear-based or that you're nervous about doing or fearful of doing, but you're choosing to do yeah. it, then I think anxiety will come right in. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, when you're spiders, I don't box. get anxiety about spiders. I just right. get free, fearful of them. Right. Because oh, I'm not right. choosing to be around right. spiders. But, yeah, I think that's a, re- a really good correlation. It's, like, stuff you're choosing to do, you're still doing it, you're still afraid of and it, I get ang- but you're just anxious. Yeah, and I get anxious when the pressure's on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When I'm that self-pressure. Now, I don't have a boss that's putting pressure on me. Oof, man, would I get anxious when my boss would put pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let that one float around a little bit. I um had anxiety and panic. <laughs> oh my god! Like I didn't think I was a very anxious person. Like oh no, <laughs> um yeah, because I had I went to a heart specialist because my anxiety was putting pressure, or I was chest pains mm-hmm. just from anxious chest pains. Mm-hmm. We all I've had all ulcers. Oh, I really need. I've had ulcers. Mm-hmm. And I carried it in my chest, then I went to stomach, and then now my back is my spot. Mm-hmm. We all have spots where we yeah. kind of carry our stress. But um, a boss, anything, any moment, a relationship can put you in a, in a moment where it's fearful and stressful and then cause anxiety. And then at the same time, when you're trying to grow yourself and do other goal-oriented things, like pressure comes from anywhere, mm-hmm. whether it's a big thing or, or a little thing, it's going to happen. It's the best is like, how can you become more aware of what's happening and how can you get a different mindset to reapproach it? The biggest Tony Robbins thing I took away, it was action combats fear. And I was like, you know, that's just so true. When you get anxious, start doing things that you're in control of that you can do. I have noticed a lot of things that I'm working on or things that I'm anxious about. If I start working on them and then get to a level of satisfaction, Mm -hmm. It, I might not be done. I might not even be close to being done. Mm-hmm. But if I keep pushing forward and all of a sudden I can have that satisfaction sigh or mm-hmm. relief, then some of the anxiety can move away as well. Yeah, like productivity is like the fastest way to cut my anxiety. I right. have. I was feeling so anxious this whole week too on top of it. There's a closet in my house that has been a disaster. And it just is one of those things where I just keep putting more things in the closet and just keep shutting the door. And I know that it's there and gives me anxiety. And today I kind of freaked out on Sean. It was very unrelated to him and he knew it wasn't about him. But I was like, I have to clean this closet now. (laughs) I've been asking for times to clean the closet all week long. I was like, we can't go to Riley's right now. I got to clean this closet. And so I cleaned it and I was like, oh, look at how clean it is. I know where everything is. He's like, well, it's not really any of my stuff. I'm like, that. I know it's not your stuff. It's my stuff. And I don't know where anything is and I need to handle it. Yep, yep. And so I was just like, okay, as soon as I was able to like dive in, reorganize everything, I was like, okay, A, I feel productive because I did something. B, way less anxiety about just in life because I was carrying that because I knew it was there and I just would rather handle it right. than live with that. Checking off some of the, the big heavy things off your list and getting it done instead of ignoring it. I mean- we have multiple businesses, so there's many different things coming and going. And there will be times where, like, I haven't looked at that for a while. I really need to look at it. But I don't know if I want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to ignore it again today. No, and that gives me too much anxiety. I think that's why I'm a doer. Oh. Is because if I'm not, mm-hmm. too much anxiety. Too Got much it. of a guilty conscience. Like, I just would rather do it now. 
and because that is way better than not doing it yep. and a feeling and bad a about great, it or b a, knowing it's still there that's a great habit i was like that's a fine way to handle things yeah also conspiracy theory so we just recently got the, this weighted blanket not the gravity blanket but the generic version off of amazon maybe i'll create a link because i do think it is amazing um it's like a 20 pound blanket they say 10 percent of your body weight you know like it was 100 better sleep or whatever we've been sleeping with it it's been amazing. Like, it feels so comforting. Like, when you go to the dentist and they lay that heavy thing on you mm-hmm. for the x-rays. Yep. Oh, it's the same thing. Um, but I was like, well, now that I have such lack of anxiety when I'm sleeping, now I feel that I carry more when I don't have the <laughs> like blanket on. You were releasing it. Yeah. Night. Like, <laughs> now that there's more of it, then I need the blanket even more now. Start wearing a weighted vest <laughs> around. <laughs> I don't think it actually, I think it was just the surrounding scenarios, but it was funny that I was like, it released it so well, but now I need it all the time. <laughs> just a constant hug. You'll start hugging people more to get that pressure around you. Yeah. I was just talking to Sean about that. How when I was like single for like six months or something. And, like I went like six months without like touching, oh, touching. a single another human. Oh yeah. I can totally. I, I was like, yeah, I still like shook people's hands and stuff. Sean's like, no, I went. More than six months without touching another human. It's like I realized it when my boss like touched my shoulder and said something to me, and he was like, "Oh, huh, human touch." Like he just like <laughs> yeah, no. stepped back. Wasn't like, that. "Oh, that felt super it... good" or anything, but just like noticed. I don't it. know if I've had six months, but I definitely just had have chunks big of time. Chunks, and then you get that touch, and you're just like, "Whoa, that's I've feels also like new and old." Phoned a friend and was like, "Listen." I need a hug. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. There's uh, nothing to this. I just need you to hug me like, for a second. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Don't ask questions. I'll be okay. Just give me, yeah, absolutely. That connection, all of that stuff. It's or very like, important. Like Tim Ferriss has the thing about like a uh, 10 second hug or something releases so yep. much of something. Yeah. Yep. Super lots of information for you guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a, I but don't want a quick little patty hug. Like I like a good connecting hug. There's, right. There's things that are happening with that. Oh, absolutely. totally. If you can get over, like, the weird fact that you're going to hug someone for 10 seconds. I don't even care. Good. I don't even know if I don't know you. If we talked a little <laughs> bit, we had a little bit of connection. Probably going to give you a hug sometimes, which is so funny because I don't like crowds. Oh. And I get anxious around that. But you put me in a one-on-one conversation. Or if I, you are my client and I'm meeting your mom, I might hug your mom. I don't know why. <laughs> and I think, I think it slows things down yeah. and my connection and anxiety gets helped with it. And we were huggers, I think, growing up. Mm-hmm. But I've always self-proclaimed myself as a hugger. So mm-hmm. most of my family probably doesn't hug nearly as much as I do. <laughs> but I'm always like, I'm a hugger. Come here. Come here. You know? I know. And I love when I meet people, too, that are like, I'm a hugger. I'm a and hugger. And they're just like, I met someone, uh, the gal I went to, it was just like, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I think yeah, it kind of just brings it down a bar and we can connect a little bit more. It just makes it easier. And I think the human touch might help me with some of that anxious right? stuff. I'd have to investigate a little bit. And puppies, oh my gosh, I went to the gala on See, puppies Friday. do nothing for me. Really? It was adorable. <laughs> okay, oh yeah. They that bring them on picture. campus too. Yeah. Like, the, it's called yeah. pause, petting away worries and stress. Okay. They bring yeah. them in around, like, um, exam week. And so they literally just have puppies you can come and play with. But I was at this gala, and all of a sudden, turn around, 
And there's just like 10 people holding puppies. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Those Give me a puppy. Great. Give me a puppy. Yeah. So wearing a fancy dress, holding a puppy in the middle, just talking to people. I was like, this is such a weird thing. Well, here's a quick thing to talk about. Um, She had a very busy week. She's had a lot of things going on. She had an anxious day. And she had pre-planned an event mm-hmm. with a purpose. Not a usual purpose that people would think about. But I know a lot of gals that do like to um dress up mm-hmm. and and feel pretty and plan things so tell them what you did for this gala event so this all started back in the summer when i had 20 minutes before i had to go somewhere and i was at the mall of america and i was like okay let me just pop in a store try it on a couple different things and fell in love with this dress didn't buy it that day it was like it was a very elegant send me pictures right yes yep. so i i I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I was like, I have no place to wear this dress. I don't go to gala type events where it's like an off the sleeve. Like, I don't know why. Why do I? Jessica Rabbit is like the first thing. Totally. That comes. Can you it was a black like, dress version. Of yeah. Of a, of a, it's a it's a drop shawl. So it's an off the shoulder dress where your your arms peek out on the, the overlap of the shawl. And it's a fully fitted with like a mermaid cut mm-hmm. to it. So it's a very... Um, very form fitted. It's a beautiful dress and it's just a, it's a cotton Jersey dress, but it's just, yeah, it's It's elegant and it was affordable. Yeah. It was like 30 bucks. And so whatever I told Anita about it when I got home one day, she was like, just buy it. What are you doing? Buy it. Buy the damn thing. So then I was like, (laughs) I literally, while we were talking, bought it on my phone. She did. Yeah. Got it shipped to me. I was like, oh, it's my birthday coming up. We'll pretend it's for that. Yep. Then I bought it and I was like, okay, now I have this dress. I was like, hmm, where do I, I have to find an event. Did a couple research on my own. I was like, and let me chime in here. A lot of us ladies would lean to the husbands, the boys, boyfriends and fiancés and expect them to fulfill that. Yeah. Like, I got this dress. I need you to take me on a date. I need you to do it. Well, not a lot of the fellows can handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, we will like certain lady things, but a mm-hmm. lot of times we call on our spouse or our significant other to fulfill that when they may not be very good at it. And then we get mad at them about yeah. it. So this is what Camille did. So then I called one of my friends who I know goes to a lot of galas for her work. She's a little, she's probably 10 years older than I am. So she's more established in her career. And I just know that she goes to these types of events, galas, things where you wear fancy dresses. And I was like, hey, when do you have an event coming up this fall? I bought this dress and I want to go to a fancy event and I want to feel wealthy for a night and I want to feel beautiful for a night. And so she's like, oh yeah, I got this one coming up. It's every year. I go to it all the time. Here's the link. I was like, awesome. Bought my ticket. Got ready. I was like, okay, maybe I'm either going to get ready with her, make it like a fun girls thing. She ended up having to work out before that. So we just, we got ready on my own, which was, I made Sean like sit in proximity to me while I got ready. Just kind of hang out. Just hang out while I got ready. Riley was there when I got ready for the wedding, our wedding. We hung out. Yeah. 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 Like I just like, was like, hang out with me while I get ready. I love doing my makeup and hair and like, I was ready for it. And put on this beautiful dress that I, I just felt so pretty in and like just took a couple pictures and stuff. It's a very low key about it and knew that I was going to an event where I wouldn't know anyone else and knew that these types of events are very wealthy people. And I just wanted to feel like I was supposed to be there. Yeah, surrounded by that. Yeah. And so I like, it was like, okay, this is like one of my vision boarding uh-huh. type nights yeah. where I'm going to go and feel like, I could have donated a car at this event. And someday you will, but exactly. not today. Just not today. <laughs> I'm wearing a $30 dress today. <laughs> that we had a talker into getting, you know? Because I couldn't But spend that money. was creating a moment. So she may have had her ups and downs of the week, but she didn't carry it 
with her throughout the whole mm-hmm. week. She allowed it to be that day, that moment. She addressed it and then left it mm-hmm. because you need to leave the shit in the past, right? Yeah. And you allowed the event to come and you didn't carry the baggage and you kept moving forward. And then you you were able to fill fulfilled, like you said, a vision board thing mm-hmm. that you weren't even really thinking about, but all it was all about the dress. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was just because like it made you happy. Yeah. It, it just ma- was all to make me feel beautiful and, and happy, happy and wealthy. Yeah. And those are healthy, wealthy, and like that's how my and vision again, board. Not leaning on the wrong people to fulfill that. You went out and found it on a different manner. Yeah. Um, and again, some husbands are amazing at that stuff and they know how to turn it on. And some husbands are buying the dresses for the gals. Hang on to that guy. <laughs> but again, approach the right people with the right questions. Approach mm-hmm. the right people to feel the right happy. If you really want to get dressed up, feel beautiful, this and that, you may have to plan it yourself, you know, mm-hmm. or find the right person to go through to fulfill that, that, that feeling. But you can still do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to reach out for that and pre-plan. Sometimes if you pre-plan and you knew your, this was coming up, it was a great filler in for the week that puts you on a whole nother level and puts you unhappy that you weren't expected. So anxious people, you just got to keep finding happy. Yeah, just yeah. just create your happy space and take action when you can. Try to see the bigger picture, but just do things that are comfortable and clean and homey like around that time when you do feel anxious, if it kind of ebbs and flows more. Right. And yeah. Right. I think in a big, a big moment of anxious is I even told Camille was if you can't, if you're not centered before you're speaking, um, before you're about to mm-hmm. meet with people, then you're going to be flustered the whole time and you're not going to enjoy it. So even if you have to dip out to your car for five minutes, mm-hmm. go get on your vortex, we'll call it. <laughs> And hit that level. Find that happy before you start to influence anyone else or do anything moving forward. So look for happy. Insert it. Plan if you need to. All of those good things are available to you. But rely on yourself and not others with that. Perfect. Definitely. All right. We'll hope this helped. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.